To understand mountain building, geologists need to unravel how and why rocks deform. And the best place to do that in the United Kingdom is here in the Northwest Highlands of Scotland. The Caledonian orogenic belt stretches from Scandinavia through northern Britain and across to the eastern seaboard of North America. The best studied section passes through northern Britain. We begin this video on Loch Glen Cole on the northwest coast of Scotland. Okay, let's begin our overview of the orogenic belt on the foreland. Uh, what are the main components that uh, we'll see there? There's three that we need to be aware of. There's the, the oldest unit, which are the Louisian gneisses of late Archean age. They're the, the true basement of northwest Scotland. And then above them, we have a series of red sediments, red sandstones, known as the Torridonian, that were deposited from about a thousand million years onwards through to about 750. And they have a, a, an unconformable relationship on top of the Lewisian. And then on top of both of those units, we have a sequence that was deposited starting in Cambrian times, starting at the base with some clastic sediments, some quartzites, passing up into a carbonate-dominated sequence through up into rocks that were deposited at Ordovician times. Okay, so if we look over on the far coast there, uh, the, the lower hills would be Lewisian basement, and unconformably overlying that would be the layers of Torridonian sandstone with the fairly clear horizontal strata. And these would be undeformed by the Caledonian orogeny. Those are unaffected by Caledonian events. And so what we should do now is to sail eastwards from here and we'll get then into the outer zone of the Caledonian orogenic belt. Well, we've come round the lock a few hundred metres and what's hove into view is a very clear structure which is dipping down towards the east. Uh, maybe you could talk us through the main rock units involved in this. Okay, on our lower slopes we've got the typical hummocky ground which is formed by the, by the Louisian gneisses. And the structure that you're pointing out is the start of a bedded sequence, uh, the Cambrian the basal Cambrian quartzite bedded sequence which is dipping down in this direction. And that's part of our foreland that we've already been talking about. But that sequence is abruptly truncated by a clear feature that we can trace up the hillside. And above it we're back into the hummocky ground again. There's no obvious stratigraphy there. And that's because a thrust slice of Louisian gneiss has been emplaced on top of the Cambrian succession. So we here we have our first thrust in the Moyne thrust belt. Well this plane here is 
the start of the outer zone of the Caledonides, but how thick is the outer zone in this area? Well, if we follow from the Glen Coolthrust Plain, which we've identified here, around this mountainside, then we go all the way around the, the head of the, the lock to that mountain there, which is the, the stack of Glen Cool. And on the stack there, we've got a major thickness of myelinatized moin metasediments that have been brought over the top of all the deformed material that we've been looking at here in the, in, in the lock. So that would be a thickness of, what, about three or four kilometres? That's all, yes. It's pretty compact in this part of the, of the Caledonides, which is not typical of orogenic belts generally. So far, we have seen the foreland of the orogenic belt and discovered a narrow outer zone bounded on the east by the Moyne Thrust. 